Hey y'all, Samantha here, tonight's host for episode 44 of the Mouth Life Podcast. On tonight's episode, we're going to chat about the latest Disney happenings and have a little discussion on how to perfect, perfect that last minute Disney getaway. Before we get started, let's hear a little something from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. Joining the Shanigans, we have John. Yeah. Jeff. Hello. Kathy. Hi there. Jen S. is joining us. She's having a little bit of difficulty with her microphone at the moment. And then we have Shelby with the news. Thanks, Sam. Um, I have some... Sad news to report today. Uh, first up is Marty Sklar passed away on July 27th at the age of 83. And Mr. Sklar was a Disney icon, to say the least. Um, he began in Disneyland in 1956. In 1961, he moved to Wed Enterprises, at the time was Imagineering. Uh, Mr. Sklar helped design many attractions, including the Enchanted Tiki Room and It's a Small World. In 1974, Mr. Sklar became the Vice President of Concepts and Planning and began overseeing the creative development of Epcot. As Vice President, then President of Imagineering, Mr. Sklar oversaw the design and construction of Disneyland Tokyo, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland California Adventure, Hong Kong Disneyland, MGM Studios, which is currently Hollywood Studios, and the Animal Kingdom. In 2006, Mr. Sklar retired and became the international ambassador for engineer for Imagineering. Excuse me. With this position, Mr. Sklar was able to represent the Walt Disney World Company at colleges and seminars and other institutions around the world. Then, in 2009, Mr. Sklar retired altogether, having served the company for 53 years. Marty Sklar was and will always be a Disney legend. What a what a life! What a career! Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. He's, he's Can the you imagine only, living that life? No. No. He's the only only man to be at every single opening of every Disney theme park. Wow. You know, Sam, you talk about imagining living that life, and he's the one guy that made me be able to. It seems like all the Imagineers are either engineers or artists of some sort. They're either visual artists or they're, uh, or they've got a background in engineering or something like that. And Marty Sklar wasn't; he was a writer, right? Correct. Communications, yeah. That was his. He came in marketing to tell a story. He, right. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that's something I, I can write. Yeah. And I, it was, that was like, that's my, I don't consider myself the tiniest bit artistic, but, yeah. and that gave me, made me look at, look at the skills that I have in a different way. And that was really, really neat. Well, and you just said, tell a story, right, Sam? And, and I mean, that's what Imagineering always prided themselves on. 
you know, that story, story was the most important story was the most important part of any attraction. And that came from him, I guess. Him and Walt, you know, started with Walt, but right. you know, Marty Sklar definitely um he learned at the foot, you know, of Walt and And he carried that torch. He really yeah. did. Yeah, and, he really and, did. And you know, I tweeted on the day that, that he died, I tweeted that, you know, so Disney fans talk so much about what Walt would have wanted. And Marty Scar was one of very, very few left who knew what Walt wanted. You know, right. he was that connection for our generation. And so it's, it's a big, there's a big hole in the Disney universe now. And he just spoke at the D23. Two yeah. weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. in, he was in the very last panel. I was watching, actually watching it this afternoon. I didn't, I didn't get to finish it cause I got sidetracked with, doing other things but well he he led a long and and yeah. varied Powerful and interesting life. life yes he did yes. god bless him and he gave us a lot of gifts yes, yes he did yeah. yes he really did give a lot of things to a lot of people and he was apparently the nicest man in mm-hmm. the world yeah would have loved to have met him a lot of people you know have had him on the pod on their podcast they say he's you know he was always very open to coming on <laughs> Would have been nice to talk Would've to him. Been. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Poke his brain. Um, and you, Marty Squire. Yeah. In other sad news, uh, this past week, June Foray, a respected voice actress, passed away on July 26th at the age of 99. And Ms. Foray had a notable career. She was Rocky and Rocky and Bullwinkle. Which I find that's amazing. No. Yeah. Throughout her career, she voiced many Disney characters such as Lucifer and Cinderella, a mermaid in Squaw and Peter Pan, and she was Grandma Fa Mulan. So. And all those were the same person. That's amazing. I I always find that amazing. Yeah. And how many years is it between Cinderella and And Mulan? Mulan, Yeah. Right. Oh, she had yeah a very long career. She was in. She was in the game for a while. Yeah, she was Cindy Lou Who too on the in the Grinch on the. Was she? No. Yeah. Cindy Lou Who was Rocky. She was Cindy Lou Who. Who was no more than two. Yeah. Oh my god. Ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. See, you, you know. get to 99, you just, you almost want to just keep pushing, right? Just, yeah, I just want right? to, like, really? I just want to make it here. <laughs> Just let me get there. It's like rats. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. We're going to go into, dis- uh, you know, ha- happier news. Um, Disney World stuff. guests have another option. Yeah. Disney World guests have another option to check into their resort. Guests, resort guests may now complete their online resort check-in 60 days in advance on the My Disney Experience app. So. That app is getting used more that's, and more. Yes, this is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. gonna app automate your room is gonna already pop up on your phone instead of getting a text message. I guess it's just gonna come right through the app now. I but, you'll, plans. but you'll still do the check in. Like you'll still have to have to click through it or something to do to do the online check in yourself. Correct. Correct. It you won't do to. it for you. Okay. Right. Correct. And you yeah. will. There was something else. What, Oh, and you could do it right as you're um, on the Magical Express too. You could do it up to then. They'll still count that as you know you're checking into your room. Hmm. Next up is Tiana's Riverboat Party has been extended. Tiana's Riverboat Party takes place aboard the Liberty Square Riverboat. 
in the Magic Kingdom, and guests have a reserved viewing for the Festival of Fantasy Parade while enjoying sweet treats. The Riverboat Party has been extended through December 21st, 2017. The party is $49 for adults and $29 for kids, and reservations may be made by calling 407-WDW-DINE. So that must be a hit. Yeah, let's just go. Okay, keep going. Okay. Um, Morimoto Asia offers a new late-night menu. Uh, Morimoto Asia in Disney Springs now offers a menu for night owls. In my case, you're definitely a night owl. Uh, the menu is available at 10 p.m., served on the second floor, and consists of sushi, noodles, and small bites like skewers, quesadillas, and wings. That, who doesn't want midnight sushi? That's drinking food. That's yeah. that. I've been out. Sushi and noodles. Yes, it is. <laughs> Wings. Yeah. yeah. All that grease. You have to have an appropriate amount of grease to soak up the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yak and Yeti is offering breakfast. The Yak and Yeti quick service restaurant in Animal Kingdom, not to be confused with the table service restaurant, it's, they're right beside each other, um, now offers breakfast. The menu has breakfast sandwiches, burritos, fruit, and for the kids, pancakes and French toast. So that's another great option. But there's no Mickey Waffles. No Mickey Waffles. But pancakes. Yeah. yeah. yeah they had a very, like, McDonald's-like menu. Maybe, I was looking at it. maybe they'll have butter on, like, Magic Kingdom and their Mickey Waffles. I was a little bit bitter. Is there another quick service? Uh, are there any other quick service? Satuli Canteen. Satuli Canteen oh, and Pandora. Satuli, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good maybe option. Do flame tree next. Get McDonald's breakfast or scrambled eggs in a And a, I'm getting a dough ball. <laughs> or the bourbon oatmeal. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Bourbon oatmeal. That wins. No bourbon oatmeal at the Yaki. No. That's no good. A, a new area coming to Hollywood Studios. With the reimagining of Hollywood Studios, a new area is being created, Grand Avenue. Grand Avenue is supposed to showcase the essence of Los Angeles. The Baseline Tap House, which will specialize in California wine and beer, will open in this section. Along with the drinks, the Tap House will offer fondue, pretzels, and charcuterie plates. No date has been announced for the opening. Okay, this this burns my butt. This totally burns my butt. Uh, the the baseline tap house is perfectly fine. It sounds like a nice place. But why, why, why do we have to have Los Angeles and Florida? Why? If it's historic, I get it. But so it's, it's but it's uh, present day Los Angeles. Yes, it's it's, it's not like old Hollywood or no, whatever. exactly. I would no. I would totally I would I would I would tolerate it if it were old Hollywood. But it's downtown present day Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. That is so dumb. This is Florida for crying out loud. <laughs> we are not California as much as they try to make us into California. We're not California. Yeah, we have oranges, but we're not California. So, what does everybody <laughs> think? Does this mean we're not getting a new name? It sounds like, you know, they're going with, well, I mean, I guess if they change it to Hollywood Adventure, we could still have all these things, but I don't know. Florida's California Adventure. Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd revolt. Put, I'd be revolting. Put Route 66 in there somewhere and, you know. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you can drive right to it. It's a cross-country yeah. trip. Cars uh, and there you go. It just makes me mad. <laughs> South Central section. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Watts. For some riots. Watts. <laughs> <Just laughs> <like, laughs> <like, laughs> <laughs> 
Watch Street. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So we're essentially getting a, a, a bar in, in, in Hollywood Studios? Yes, that'll open at 11 a.m. Yes. Woohoo! Yeah. I'm sure that'll be this is the this is going to be the route into Star Wars Land when it opens. Is yeah, that, it's like the it's like, like the well, yeah, location like for Yeah, like the segue between Muppets and Star Wars. Although I oh I've okay, heard, it's below Muppets, right? I've heard that Muppets, it's kind of going to be in the Muppets area. So yeah. is Grand Avenue going to be Muppets Corporate Courtyard? Well, that but uh, oh, that because Muppet Studios is in California. Mm-hmm. Remember, you ever, when the Muppets when yeah. yeah yeah the last Muppet movie they go to Hollywood. And they go to Hollywood mm-hmm. to find them and that's where the Muppet Studios yeah. is in California yeah. maybe that's their thought uh. oh, it's the Muppets so they're so that's how they're sort of theming it it's a Muppet uh. but see they're doing they, these I, this I Muppet know. thing short shrift just like they did in um whatever the pizza place is Pizza Rizzo. Yeah, it's Muppets, but it's not really Muppets. You know, right, I mean, this right. is Grand Avenue. Yeah. If it's sort of kind of Muppety, but it's not really Muppets. <laughs> you know, and they took the Miss Piggy. They took the fountain away. The fountain She's now. still there, but you know, the balloon's I, I gone. The balloon's that. gone. Yeah, they're they're scaling back the Muppet theming. Seems to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's there, but it's not there. I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess, when it's done. But I guess thing. Muppets are known for their, you know, subtlety. Yeah. Subtle right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've always wanted that bus. <laughs> Understated is what first thing you think when you think Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Low key. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tarzan meet and greet is leaving Animal Kingdom. Tarzan will be leaving Animal Kingdom on September 30th, 2017, and then beginning on October 1st, guests will be able to meet Timon from The Lion King on Discovery Island. Interesting. I think I'd I'd take Timon over. I would take Timon, my children, Tarzan in October, (laughs) and I found it very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Doys in a loincloth. Doys in a loincloth (laughs) with dreads. Well then, there's that. <laughs> College kid in a loincloth. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> um, not to be your mother. I'm sure he has some faith. Uh, <laughs> did he? Did he? Did he speak without verbs? Did he like? Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tarzan. Like go. Did he? Did he grunt? <laughs> Yeah, like in see, like in the movie Encino Man. Have you ever seen it? I'm really dating myself. Yeah, that's what he was like. like mm, Brendan Fraser. Mm, yeah. Encino <laughs> <laughs> Man in a loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> I will send. You, I will find the picture. And I'm just gonna it. add something to this before we move on to the our our, our final news story. The Jawas are leaving. Oh Cabinet yeah, the Jawas. Yeah. You know, I'm a little sad, but I'm not too because when we went in October, they weren't trading any. They were, you know, they've been off and on on trading, mm-hmm. and that was that was the. They weren't the, trading when we were there. Yeah, either. that was the was great sort of thing. Fun. My son gave him yeah. his light up toy anyway, you know, and the Jawas mm-hmm. are dancing like, but yeah. yeah, it was that was the that was the cool thing that they traded. Yeah. yeah. So that so if they're not going to trade, then what's sort what's of the point? Point. Yeah, because that's what Jawas do. There is rumor that they will be coming back for. In Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but that it's not been confirmed. They most definitely will. There'll mm. be every every Star Wars creature you ever saw over there. Yep. 
no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. It's just you don't we're, have to. Just keep we're still in we're still in subtraction mode at Hollywood Studios is the thing, you know. They're still I mean we're announcing new things, but we don't have new things yet, you know. So right. it just feels like it feels like every other week we're getting another, well, this is going away and this is going away and this is going away. Yeah. So But is it isn't the reason that or the Jawas are being replaced by Ray. It's not that they're right. Well, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, the new movie is coming out soon. Yeah, they're going to need a Ray. Girls need to see somebody. Yeah, it's not in a loincloth costume. Right. Well, although the Jawas just wandered around, the Jawas just wandered around. Yeah, it wasn't an actual you know meet and greet. But you make a good point. They are adding Ray, so. Yes. I should take that back. <laughs> the final news story is Mission Space will de- debut a new mission. On August 13th, Mission Space will open with a new mission. The Orange Mission, which is more intense, will reopen with an enhanced HD video to make the mission feel more lifelike. And then the Green Mission will open with a brand new mission. How many times can I say mission? That involves <laughs> orbiting Earth. <laughs> Uh, You're going to say it at least one more time here. I see. (laughs) There we go. The green mission will now have booster seats. And by adding the booster seats, the height requirement has changed for the green mission from 44 inches to 40 inches. So, and if you are hesitant, it doesn't do anything. The green mission literally, you just sit there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you don't my, sister, my sister actually still got sick on on, on the green you, mission. You know really? what? If you're if you're bonded yeah. by simulators, it I mean it okay. can still. I mean a little bit, a little. There's no movement, but it, I mean you know some people just get you know thrown off by the visual I, of the simulator. So and then there's also like I warned somebody in a mom's panel answer once about claustrophobia. You know if yeah. you have if you have a thing about small mm-hmm. enclosed spaces. You know, mission space. No, oh yeah, the one for you. yeah, really, yeah, it's really close. So, but, I've never so the thing the that struck mission. me Does was it... making the mission on the orange making it feel more lifelike. Right. Yeah. That when it feels pretty life-like. lifelike. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Is the green mission in the same like vehicle? Yes. Yeah. As, yes. I've never done that. Okay. Yeah, it just I doesn't do the really centrifuge. Really it doesn't do the centrifuge motion. It, they just disconnected it from the right. centrifuge. Right. When I went. Last month, I literally forgot Mission Space was even a thing, so... It was closed last month when you were there, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but, like, I haven't ridden it in so long that I literally forgot it was a ride. <laughs> Until, like, the other day. Now I'm going to have to ride it twice next time, because I want to see the green mission. I want to see right, the yeah. Yeah. Them, too. So I will not be riding Orange Mission. Oh, thank you. I'm a puker. Yeah. You can't do it. We can move forward. Okay. <laughs> so, we're doing last-minute trips. Is there anything? Uh, we're going to see if John has any rumors. I have one rumor. Small rumor. Nothing's definite. It's nothing, you know. Everybody well, thought, no rumors are definite. Rumors or they wouldn't be rumors. Because D23 Expo was over? <laughs> <laughs> Not so fast, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rumor going on that there will be a new resort coming to Epcot. What? Don't you think really? they would have already announced and it? And it's not. It may or may not be a DVC tour, and this does not have to do with Riviera. This is a completely separate resort. A rumored resort coming to the entrance of Epcot or elsewhere around the park. The entrance. And there are four possible hotel options, meaning themings. 
but and that one or two will be approved. So does that mean we're getting two hotels in the new hotels in the Epcot well, what area? What are the four options? They didn't. They, I. They're, they didn't say. <laughs> yeah. That's the fun what kind part? of rumor mill is this? <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> it's a very conspicuous uh, rumor. Hey, Guardians of the Galaxy. I told you, I told you nah. it would set people off. I told you it was a small rumor. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're going to do with all the animatronics. It's going to be a animatronic themed hotel. Oh, that's all the, terrifying. All, all, the, all the animatronics. Uh, yeah. Please don't. Nobody can sleep in, in it. In <laughs> You'd never be able to go to sleep. You couldn't close your eyes. Be like night at the museum. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they break down or something. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you this guy ever before but my girlfriend and her brothers and her mother got stuck on Splash Mountain with the music going but the wait no there was no music but the 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 mouths of the animatronics were still moving <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh no. That's got to be creepy. Yeah. I would love that. You can like make put your own words in there, make them say fun things. It'd be great. It's like bad lip reading. Like, yes. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can play bad lip reading with the animatronics. <laughs> That'd be great. That that could be fun. Oh, that should be a thing. Yeah. Make that a ride. Okay. No music and just the mouths okay. moving on the animatronics. That um, it's like animatronic Mad Libs. Can you imagine getting stuck in the laughing place with that? I'd be done. <laughs> I've gotten stuck at the end with the showboat. Oh. For like 10 minutes, you're over it. I got stuck at the Dead Men Tell No Tales part of Pirates once for like 10 minutes. Oh. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Let's start yelling back at it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. We heard the 1940s room of uh, Carousel of Progress for like 20 minutes. Oh, that happened, that happened to me again. and Megan. Everybody oh, says they get stuck on Carousel of Progress. Yeah. Everybody does. Right. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah, you have to do that. There once. is a rumor. There. Oh, ooh, I did read a rumor, not last, not this week, but it was from maybe like a week ago, that Carousel of Progress may be getting a new update and an added scene. That'd be okay. That'd be okay. Yeah, that'd yeah be cool. that would be. Yeah, they need to fix the end of that. Anyway. Yeah, they need to update it. All right, are we ready to move on? I think so. That's it for rumors. That's it for the rumors. So now that we've wrapped up the news and the rumor of the week, we're going to talk about um, what to do if you have a last-minute Disney trip on the books. Me, myself, I'm the queen of this. Just last month, I booked a Disney trip three and a half weeks out before we left. It was insane. Um, so just some tips and tricks of you know, things, how you can change things up to make sure you have a great trip, even when it's on a last minute type of schedule, because y'all know it takes forever to plan a trip. Mm-hmm. So what's everybody's trip, trip tips well, and tricks? Can I talk tonight? I'm not well, sure. and I was thinking it like, as I was thinking about this earlier today, it, it occurred to me like we're a group of, you know, two travel agents, a mom's panelist, you know, bloggers, you know, we're, we are we planners. Have, we are. We sort of have the planning mm-hmm. bug. And and so last minute, you know, how might you define it? And so for me, I, I'm also local. 
So last minute for us is, you know, we wake up on Saturday and decide we're going to go to Disney World today. So I, I think your strategy as far as getting fast passes and things like that obviously changes when you're planning something, you know, far in advance. Like Shelby, I know you sort of plan out everything that you think you want to do. And then on sort of fast pass day, you sort of pull the trigger on those plans. Correct. Um, you know, for us, you know, we just kind of, you know, we go to the app and, you know, okay, well, what's available? You know, what can we get? So maybe you might not do everything you want. You might base your plans on, well, what's available? What can I get? You know, what kind of dining reservations are available on this day and what kind of fast passes are available on this day? And this is how, as locals, this is about how we plan. That's kind of how we did it. I did it in June with Megan was, you know, we planned so last minute that I took the first room that I could find and just kept checking obsessively for discounts and finally got what I wanted. And, then, yeah. and this is why I think if you if you're like, we're going to go to Disney, you know, anytime, actually. Mm. But if you know that it's within, you know, three months of your date or two months of the date that you want to go. I suggest contacting Sam and I because yes. there's so much you don't realize that we can just literally go through our checklist and be like, boom, 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 and get you set up super duper fast. And you don't have to be stressing and worrying. And maybe we can get you that last minute dining reservation that you possibly can't get because dining books out 180 days. And right. so, yeah. yeah, all of the, all of the trips I've planned for people this summer have been trips that they have traveled from, less than 30 days out from their like plan date. Yeah. So within 30 days of them contacting me, they've traveled. So it's been nuts. The closest trip that I've had is they left eight days after I planned their trip. And we were really lucky to like everything went into place. But yeah, I mean, I'm obsessive. Like, you know, at first I don't succeed. I keep going. I mean, the only thing I really didn't get for anybody was flight of passage. Yeah. But, yeah. You yeah. know, they ended up getting, they ended up texting me and saying, hey, how was Flight of Passage? We found a fast pass for five last minute, you know. So I, you know, taught them, like, how to use the app and how to check for things. But, yeah, if you're if you're going, especially if you're going for the first time and it's a last minute trip or, like, your second time and you're not really sure, like, you know, we would love to help because we have a way better grasp on step one, two, three, four, five, boom, done. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is, you know, you freaking out or. You know, not realizing or not realizing there's Magical Express and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think I think if it's your first trip, you're probably better suited. Obviously, yeah, if you are booking last minute to to use, you know, Sam or Shelby. Um, but I I think it's probably not the best idea in the world to plan your first trip as a last minute. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Both, all three of those <laughs> trips that I booked last were they first time first timers? Yeah. Wow. So how about people who have been a bunch? What if I decide I wanted to go down to Disney, you know, two weeks from now? What would be your recommendation as far as getting fast pass and ADRs? Look and see what you can get. Yeah, ADRs. Where would be good places to go that aren't, that you wouldn't normally? We'll start with dining. What fills up last? Dining. What are the places that are likely you're able to get into? Epcot is perfect for this. Yeah. Especially so, if, like, if, if you're going, like, doing food and wine, too, or flower and garden, then you're golden. Because you don't have to worry about dining yeah. reservations in Epcot. You don't need reservations. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. just hit the booth. And Epcot's been ago. a lot smoother, you know, since the third theater came into Soarin'. You know, since there's Test Track has single rider. So, 
you know, if you're willing to hit the pavement pretty early or stay pretty late, you know, you can do soaring first thing or last thing, you know, you know, you can do test track single rider. Granted that all your, you know, your party is ordered in seven and is willing to be separated. You know, those are time savers. So Epcot is probably one of the easier parks to plan last minute because. Yeah. Hollywood Studios too would be pretty easy. Yeah. Well, that, since there's four, four rides. Ride. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. right? like, As I said, it's like you're, you're in now. You yeah. Got a rope drop and you're good. You're I, you know, I tell yeah. people all the time, I'm like, do not plan a full day. Like when we are planning our trip um, here that we're going in in September, I told Amy, like, we're probably going to do a half day at Hollywood Studios just because there's four rides. Yeah. So at least we can like go back, let the kids swim, relax, and then probably hit up fa- dinner and fantastic. Well, speaking about leaving the parks, how about mm-hmm. in Magic Kingdom? If you're there without an ADR the, or less of an ADR, are the resorts, the resorts. surrounding it easier yeah. to yep. get things? Yes. And there are lots of little ones, too, that people don't think about, like Kona at Poly. Oh. You know, the Grand mm-hmm. Floridian Cafe. People don't think right. about those. Right, and you get, in, a, get right into those uh, usually. Right. Kate May in, at the Boardwalk, that's a good one, too. It's even character dining in the morning. People won't realize that. It's like a lesser known. And, and again, as a local, one of the things that I do a lot of times, depending on which park we're going to, I, I might make a dining reservation in the car on the way over. So check the app and just go, yeah. you know, go to dining and just do breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whichever one you're trying to schedule. Right. Don't pick and, a time. Yeah, right. yeah. Just pick a sort of a day part. Right. And you can see what's available and then there you can choose from there and you can look at menus and And you'd be yeah. surprised too because a lot if you know a lot of off times are, all, yeah. are a lot available a lot that people don't realize. Yeah. Eating earlier later. Right. Exactly. Like you yeah. will your days will be just a little bit different if you than what if you would have booked out a little bit earlier and gotten those dining reservations. And be prepared to eat on weird times. Yeah, like you know, we always do that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, most people do that just because you'll take what's available. But you know, look at those two o'clock, three o'clock, you know, two o'clock lunches, four o'clock dinners, or you know, seven a.m. breakfast. If you're morning people, I am not a morning person. Or you know Uh, what? Sometimes you can get lunch at ten thirty. Some of those places open at ten thirty. Honestly, yeah. You know, breakfast slash lunch. One of my favorite things to do is to make a Tusker House reservation at like. 10 30 because at 11 o'clock they switch over to lunch they so we sit over. down yeah. so we switch we sit down in order to get a couple of plates of breakfast or one round of breakfast and then next thing we know they have lunch and we get to have macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets so it's like an all-in-one it's all inclusive but um i mean who doesn't like mickey waffles and macaroni and cheese all in one plate i don't know that would make me happy yeah. that would make me happy that. i would do that so but yeah those off those off times are Great. And, you know, even don't stop checking. Like, you know, I've gotten yeah. to be our guest the day before, you know, two mm-hmm. days before I've gotten yep. to be our guest the day of like a day of, I've know. gotten a day of, yeah. I've I get, walked I get up all to the kinds kiosk of that you check into and been like, Hey, is there any last minute reservations? And they're like, how many is in your party? And you're like two. And they're like, perfect. We can get you in in 15 minutes. Like people cancel for all sorts of reasons. Our kids are sick. Their kids are asleep. They're you know, they miss their bus, like all sorts of things happen and they don't show up and things. And now up. that, and now that since they charge you $10 a person for a missed reservation, people do cancel people. I mean, before they didn't used to cancel, they would just not show up. 
There were just no shows. Yeah. yeah. So, but now they actually charge you. So look for those cancellations, definitely, especially the day before. If you're, mm-hmm. if like you we want have a, we have a party. Yeah. We have a party of eight that's going in September, and I'm trying to get be our guests. And yeah. it's free dining, and lunch is quick service. So that's hard. I'm just gonna keep 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 it on. I have faith that something will will pop up, but. I think just just diving into the app, you know, my Disney yeah. experience is really is really useful for dining reservations, day of dining reservations, and fast passes. Even, you know, you guys know my yep. husband is a fast pass ninja, and mm-hmm. he'll be making fast passes while we're you know in line for the previous fast pass. So that was me. That was me. <laughs> line with you and Megan. I mean, Megan's <laughs> like, this is amazing. Like, what's happening? And you're like, she's switching. She's switching things. Like, she's constantly. Yeah. And you know, Megan was like, that's probably the number one thing that was like. The most amazing to her was she was like, you're always on it. Like, you're always thinking of our yeah. next move. And yeah. But then I stopped to enjoy that moment. But she was like, right. we're in line. You're, you're thinking of that next move. And I guess that's just a travel agent in me. But, you know, a good travel agent will teach you how to be, you know, present in the moment, but on to your next move. Like, yeah. that way your trip goes yep. really, really smoothly. So, you know, learn how to use the app. Dive into that app. Learn how to use it. That's but really great for la- for last minute too, yeah, yeah. Because you can just keep you can keep moving forward. And if maybe you couldn't get something before, you know, you if you keep like rolling over on that app, then you might be able to get it later that same day. And if you can't make so, your if you can't make the fast passes at sixty days, then try again at thirty when they open up another block of them. Do they open up another block for? Non- yeah, they I open up that. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I want. Yeah, I was like, I was wondering about that. But how about how about room reservations? Is there a certain I mean, I don't I'm sure it depends on the season, but is there a certain cutoff where it starts getting really hard to get a room if you're not X number of weeks? I was I was three weeks out. I think Um, it depends on when you want to go. And depending on uh, what your price range is, if you're open yeah, to that, yeah. Friday, if you're open price to, ranges, you know, yeah, a thousand yeah. a night, you're good. Um, <laughs> if you want, like the values or even some of the moderates, I know, like in, when they might free dining out. was released, yeah, like it's it's tough right now. Well, and a lot of people book in advance and then they apply that discount, and so things get locked out. You know, right? People are already booking for next September, thinking, oh, you know, free dining. They'll be free dining, right? They'll yeah. be free dining. So. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We, we're planning on doing that. We're going to put a deposit for our trip next September with the Littles because we moved it from January to September. And um, I'm going to book our rooms and hoping that, you know, I can just apply the discount when it comes out, you know, if they have it. But I don't know. I booked a, a rack rate at the end or the beginning of June for the end of June and then just like obsessively checked until and then I found a discount. And then that next week I wanted to be at Pop Century and I just kept checking and it it popped up. So. People cancel all the time, especially those room-only reservations, because there's you can cancel up to five days before with no penalty. And yeah. so it's constant. You know, if you have the time and you have the patience, you can you can score some really cool things. I mean, I ended up getting Pop Century Room on discount in the middle of summer for $120 a night. Like, you just have to yeah. be diligent. Patience is key. <laughs> so the trick is to just keep checking. Yeah, literally just be. Because it changes all the time. And be flexible. Yeah. Right. Flexible and where you and where you want to stay. stay. Yeah. yeah. Be flexible and your days yeah. be flexible too. Like the whole thing, just be flexible. Dining, fast passes, your itinerary, everything. Just yeah, you have to decide what your you know make a list of the top three priorities. You know, 
I have to ride flight of passage. I have to eat a be our guest. I have to stay, you know, at a value resort. And then those are the three things you should stick with. Like you can't have it all because there are people that plan literally 499 days in advance. They make their room only reservation and they, they plan out every single minute of their trip. Like to me, that's exhausting. Yeah. Whatever. But, but, but then, but see, you also might have to realize that you may not get flight of passage, you know, if you're trying to go next week. Exactly. You might right. be able to, but, but you might not you might ride not. it at all. Yeah. You might have yeah. to wait so, until your next trip. If you can't see people in the line of flight of passage, then is the time to get in line. If you can see people, you're going to be waiting. But, yep. Yep. You know, as far as, yeah, if you want to try standby. And, and there are some attractions you can do standby. There are right. lots of things you can still do standby. I, yeah, I would have, yes, yes. That one yeah. right now is tough just because it's brand spanking new. But I would even say, I think you could do Epcot on rope drop and you would be able to do a test track Soren and Frozen without Ooh, and going Frozen. crazy. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was with you on test track and Soren. I was like, yeah. I yeah. disagree on Frozen. <laughs> I think that if you, I mean, you need. I think you can do it. If, okay. I think you could definitely do all three with a fast pass for Frozen. I think you could rope drop Frozen and fast pass Soren or Test Track. I would always fast pass Soren over Test Track because Test Track has a single rider's line. So right. we will always single rider it when we have – because the kids, like Amy's kids are – the boys' birthday is actually tomorrow, their eighth birthday. But So we have Ooh. 8, 8, 9, 10, and 13. So everybody can ride alone. And so I told Amy, I was like, that's just not worth it. Like, so that's just the way we look at it. But we wouldn't all fit in one car anyway. So yeah, split up. (laughs) Um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is also a hard one to stand in. That line is brutal. Boring. (laughs) It's boring. And you can't see anything because of all the rocks and crap. Yeah. And that's one that that you can rope drop, but you have to. You have to make the run. You, yeah, you have to do the Disney hustle. <laughs> yeah. Disney Dash. It's definitely Dash. It's go. absolutely doable. But now what we what I haven't done is since they since they do the new welcome show at the castle now instead of at the train station is the run I mean it's shorter, right? Cuz they let right. you into right. they let you on to Main Street and all of that so you it's, can like yeah. hang out by the castle stage and then, you know, Okay. You're only running behind the castle. Limited You're not running the, right. all the way down Main Street. <laughs> right. With a thousand of your closest yeah, friends. Exactly. So it's less of a run and more of a rugby scrum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Elbows are thrown. It's more of a, it's more of a physical event than, a, than an endurance event at this Do point. you guys yes. remember in the 80s they had the Disney sing-along songs? It, maybe it's yep. like late 80s, yes. early 90s. Yeah. And there's a Disneyland one and it's like the park's opening and it's like it's a – Step in time is over it, and there's like all these people running. That's what I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. 80s clothes, like the windbreakers. <laughs> and lots, of packs. Like, lots and lots of Yeah, and like those strollers, like the old school strollers. Like it's um, great. You have to look it up on YouTube. Metal. metal Please do. Strong. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. <laughs> that, but that's what I remember going into Disney World in, like Disneyland and Disney World when I was a little girl. Like that's. We didn't have these awnings and stuff. It was like survival for the fittest for toddlers. You have a stroller. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, my mom said that when we after we were four, we didn't have a stroller, but that's here nor there. But anyway, yeah, that's what I imagine when like rope drop. I imagine those. I always sing "Step in Time" to myself. 
So, I mean, there still has to be some element of planning. So, yes. so, so for example, so we went to SeaWorld yesterday, you guys know, um, yes. and have, despite having grown up here, lived, living here all my life, I've never been to SeaWorld before. And we decided sort of the last minute, we decided we were going to go over there and um, we didn't have any kind of plan. We, just, we didn't even have tickets. We drove, we went over, we went to the ticket window, which I would never do at Disney, you know, never go to the ticket window. Why don't you go to the ticket window? I was a magic band. I have my pass. I was a, we went to the ticket window. We bought our tickets. We went in, and we had no clue where we were going, what we were doing, where to eat, where the food was, what the shows were. We had no idea. So our whole morning was pretty much shot because we wandered from here to there and back again trying to figure out where we were going to go and what we were going to do. We ended up – we didn't know where we were going to eat. But I thought we would just eat it. Like I didn't do any research at all. I thought we would just like grab something. And we ended up going to the restaurant and, you know, there was nothing for me there because <laughs> I'm so freaking picky, right? So there was nothing for me there. So I ended up eating a salad of arugula that I hated. So, uh -huh. I, I mean – Lesson learned, right? You really, even if you do like a last minute, you know, we're just going to get up and go, you should look into it a little bit, you know, otherwise, you know, part of your time there is just going to be spent. Like we were like, well, let's just walk around and see. We'll just look and see the things. And what a mess it was. <laughs> Our morning was just a disaster. And we got better in the afternoon because then we kind of knew where things were. And then we found some places that we want to eat next time and that sort of thing. But but, you know, SeaWorld is one thing, but don't do that at Disney. Don't try to do that at Disney. Don't, want, no. don't wander in on Main Street and go, huh, where do we go now? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, no. Yeah, but like $120 get a ticket are, wasting a morning yes. is. Those are the people who yeah. write the reviews on Google about how they rode one ride in eight hours. And, right. Yeah. And they hated it. They're never going to go back. Yeah. Right. Right. At least, you know, look at a map and, you know. Look at some menus, decide what you want to eat and, you know, have some sort of Get sense of where you want to go. Yeah, yeah. Where you want to go for the day because, yeah, I mean, Disney's overwhelming as it is. And I mean, I was at SeaWorld. I was at SeaWorld and I was like, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. And it was such a weird feeling because, you know, I've been going to Disney for so long and I know Disney like the back of my hand. I'm like, I know where everything is. I know that I have, you know, two minutes to get there and I can do it. I know I can do it. You know, SeaWorld, I'm like, I don't, where's this dolphin show? I have no idea. Where's the freak? Where's the dolphin show? Where is the dolphin show? Yeah. <laughs> oh. We couldn't find anything. It was what a mess. It was a mess. We, it got better. Like I said, it got better. But but you just, I can't imagine. So then I'm telling myself, I'm like, this is, I'm a first timer. I, I know what these first timers at Disney, what they feel like now. You know, when you walk in and you're like, oh, where am I? <laughs> what am I doing? So, I mean, I had that look in my eye. I know I did. But, <laughs> you know, but hopefully, you know, you've done some semblance of a plan. And it's, I know it's hard, you know, you want to just go and, you know, have a vacation and not have to worry about sticking to some kind of schedule. So, you know, but even if I'm you sorry, are you're planning going to a last Disney minute. World. You're gonna. You have to plan. You, you have to schedule. Have That's to plan a, we call something. it Disney boot camp. It's not really a, vaca a vacation to me. It's like. Laying on a beach, Laying on beach. Of fruity dreams yeah. in my hand. Like yeah. that is a vacation. Like Disney yeah. is like a, we're going to Disney world and yes, it's a vacation, but 
it's, it's not, fun. It's, it's fun, active. And it, yes. but it's very active. Like yeah. you're not, you, have to plan you can't show up at noon and, you know, peruse, yeah. you know, and just kind of mosey your way around. Now back in 95, yeah, you could, and we would jump on the first bus. I mean, the way that things have changed over the last 20 years is crazy, but my family and I would literally jump on a bus and whatever. So like the first bus on the first day that came, that's the park we went to. <laughs> wow. We did. And my mom, you know, when this is when we were a little bit older, we weren't doing like Royal table or anything, but, um, my mom would go to guest services when we got there and we would make dining reservations for guest services when we got there. Yeah. Cause that's just the way it was done. Or <laughs> Oh yeah. I remember going to Liberty tree tavern walking mm-hmm. to it. That's the first thing that we did. We, yep. cause my mom loved it and we walked to it and there was a po- yep, podium out front the of the restaurant. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Put there, in your name yeah. and yep. your just name, like a regular restaurant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I and remember. Epcot, do you remember world key? Do you, yeah. anybody, anybody old enough to remember world key at Epcot? You would just go yeah. and like your, your dining reservation yeah. that day. Yeah. Just yeah. on a little touch screen at Epcot. Yep. Uh, yep. I remember that. Yeah. That was back when touchscreens were a thing. I know. I know. You're like, yes. this is great. Ooh. Now I'm just slamming that thing. Like, work. Damn it, work. <laughs> you would, yeah, the touchscreen. And then there would be a little person in a little window. Mm-hmm. You know, there would yes. be a little, like, uh, you know, you'd actually be speaking to a human. Your touchscreen wouldn't be. It wasn't, it wasn't like the touchscreens that we have now where it's all just you're doing it on a computer and then our and your computer talks to the other computer and they make the reservation that way you were you would actually press and then a person would come up on the screen and say oh okay where would you like to eat miss uh whatever your name is <laughs> oh let me check for you oh look we have an availability when they always had availability yeah always always <laughs> yeah <laughs> not like yeah. that anymore no, it's not like that anymore. Little research goes a long way. It really does, and and again, even for a last minute trip, maybe even especially for a last minute trip, because because you do have to have to think about what your priorities are, you know, because you might not be able to do everything, you know, things are things are booked, things are taken, your fast passes are already sort of gone for the day for the really super popular rides, so you do have to do a little bit of thinking. There you have it. <laughs> This sounds good. I think yeah. it does. So either call your travel agent or be your own. and Get on My Disney Experience. Poke around. Get on. Get on the app. Poke around. There See what's reason. there. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. helpful yeah. for this. Be diligent on it, too. Like, don't give up. Like, people do cancel. Yeah, if you go there and there's not a thing you want, just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. see, but there's always something, right? I mean, even if maybe choice one isn't available, you know, choice two might be. And for dining, there there are all kinds of alternatives. You know, if you can't get Chef Mickey's, then you know, try Cape May. You know, there there's there's sort of um, you know a secondary thing that's l- maybe a little bit like yeah, what you and, wanted. And that's another thing the app is good for is it categorizes right. You can search restaurants mm-hmm. by category and character. Yes, you can. It's like you said, Chef Mickey's. Character dining is one of them. Okay, so if for you example, have one in mind, you can hit the app and it'll just bring up the character dining restaurants, that's right. and you can look at tomorrow. I just got on the app just to see. Tomorrow, I put in a party of two for lunch. Twelve fifty-five be our guest. Two twenty beaches and cream, which you never see that available. Hmm, um, yeah, there's a beaches I mean, and cream for four tomorrow too at lunch. 
Well, uh, yeah. Look at yeah, the travel yeah. agents. The travel agents are already planning this. And actor shoes. <laughs> That's yep, character. Actor shoes. Oh, there's a be our uh, guest. Yeah, one o'clock for four. Yep, That's I was one. like, I. That's nice. I just saw that too. 1255 yeah for four like so that's what i'm saying like if you're not if you're getting annoyed because you're not finding anything wait until you know right before you know that right after that 24 Mm -hmm. hour period because people are you know they're canceling canceling. they're Mm -hmm. canceling yeah that's right all right sounds like some excellent advice yeah so hana breakfast tomorrow Ooh. I know. That's like... a haunted. Bre- oh, oh, no, no. haunted. Oh, oh haunted. haunted dinner. Oh, Hannah and family. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that was excellent. really good. That was good. That was freaky. That was really oh, good. Who knew you could do that? Surprise! <laughs> all right, y'all. That's all we got for this week on this episode of the Mouse Life Podcast. As always, give us a shout out on Twitter, subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes, and we will see you next week. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.